0: This episode of the Rotating Tap podcast is brought to you by Epic Brewing Company. These guys make incredible beers, and they're known for a lot of different things. They make a whole gamut of things like Pilsners to IPAs to, I mean, basically any style you can think of. But two of the things that I think they don't get enough credit for are their Imperial Stouts, like their Big Bad Baptist series, and some of their sours that they age in fooders and in barrels, uh, like their Brainless series, which is actually how I got to know them in the first place. It, I think it was Brainless on Peaches was the first beer that I ever had from them. but. These guys don't get enough love for doing really amazing stuff with barrel aging, imperial beers, uh, and because, I mean, they just cover the gamut. They've got hard coconut water. They've got amazing hard seltzer. The regular lineup of beers is fantastic. But lucky you, you can get some of their brainless stuff that they just released in their Denver tap room, like the pink guava sour brainless that's been aged on fooders. That sounds pretty dope. I got to get a bottle of that. And then their Big Bad Baptist series. I mean, it's available most of the year, I think, but right now they came out with a ton of variants, uh, including the Peanut Butter Baptist. And then we uh, we had one the other day on our happy hour that was like literally Mexican cake. It was cinnamon and just tons of deliciousness. Everything was there in balance. It was almost too easy to drink for an imperial stout. So, Go to Epic Brewing in Denver. You can also stop at their location in Salt Lake City. They have a pretty big distribution network, so you can find a lot of their stuff at liquor stores near you. Uh, Grab some Epic Brewing stuff. You won't be disappointed, and enjoy the show. Speaking of hip-hop... This podcast is also brought to you by New Image Brewing Company, and I say hip-hop because they used to make this awesome beer called Two Hop Shakur, which is a West Coast IPA, and if you've listened to the show enough times, you know that I'm more the West Coast guy, Steve is the East Coast guy, but I will say for East Coast IPAs, hazy IPAs, New Image is doing it just about as well as anybody, if not better. I'm actually drinking one of their East Coast Transplants right now, which is a flagship beer of theirs, and it's it's juicy, hazy, tons of orange flavor, no hot burn, it's not cloying, but mm-hmm. it's pretty fucking delicious. Uh, you can order that right from the brewery, and you can also have that shipped to you through their new service, Bev. If you go to New Image's website, you can click on the ship it button and you can have a bunch of their beers, including East Coast Transplant, shipped to you, uh, even if they don't currently distribute in your state. So check that out. See if your state's on the list to start getting some of these amazing beers. In addition to that, they just released a ton of new stuff, including this really cool series uh, that they do with this thing called the Dumb Friends League, which is a benefit for shelter dogs. And it helps fund them, take care of animals, helps find these dogs' homes. Uh, So it's a series they're going to be rolling out throughout the year, but the one they just Released, it's called Home for Pitmis. It's a double IPA, of course, nine and a half percent. Comes in four packs, and there's this adorable, derpy-looking pit bull on the front of it. Uh, so the beer goes to a great cause. If it's from New Image, you know it's dynamite. So order some from them online, or go to the brewery, pick some up yourself, and enjoy the rest of the show. I think my problem is that I'm just a little bit of a slut when it comes to beer. <laughs> Cool. Welcome to the Rotating Tab Podcast. My name is Corey David, and I uh, am in Auburn, New York, of all the places, places. for a particular reason. I don't know. Actually, I know quite specifically, but we're at Prison City Brewing Company with my buddy, Mark Schultz. Mark, could you say hi and tell us what you do here?
2: Uh, Hi. My name is Mark Schultz. I'm co-owner, eye candy, mouthpiece for Prison City Brewing. My wife and I own this together. She's the CEO, the HBIC. She runs the entire operation, and... Am I on? My yeah, life? just go a
0: little closer to your
2: mouth. All right, got it. Go a it. little
0: closer to your mouthpiece. Got it.
2: But uh, I'll, I'll, uh, really, I don't do anything, Corey. <laughs> I'm just a sales guy, you know? So we just opened a month ago. So right now, I just kind of kick back and <laughs> homeschool my kids.
0: Yeah, but when you say you just opened up, it's not like you've already been running this thing for a few years, but you just are in this beautiful new facility.
2: Yeah, so we opened Prison City Pub and Brewery. Six years ago this month, uh, we actually just celebrated our sixth anniversary last week. Congratulations. Thank you. And as I was telling you moments ago, like we never anticipated doing this.
0: Yeah, you got quite the spot. You're like, we have a, ba- we'll go in the barrel room. Like Mark has a fucking barrel room. We have a barrel like, We don't have any <laughs> barrels, but we have a barrel room. You yeah, know, it like, will
2: be a barrel room eventually. You got a couple fooders in here. There's some fooders in here. There is a cool ship that's actually going to be moving. Uh, you'll see a large barn across the way.
0: Did you just like check out, like, hey, these are the things that cool. T- Trendy brewers have. We need to buy one.
2: Yeah, we're gonna fill it with donuts and shit. <laughs> Please. Yeah, we're just gonna every, do, all donut everything. Yeah. Your
0: favorite breakfast cereal?
2: Yes. Well, yeah. Obviously, we do that. Um, we have for a while. We have you guys? It. Have
0: you guys done a lot of like adjunct stuff where you're adding cereal and donuts?
2: And so stuff? that's a funny thing with brewers, right? It's like adjunct is this um, really dirty word, depending on the adjunct you use. Like we we brewed like within our first year, this beer called Puff Puff Shiv. And it was a brown ale that wasn't going the way. It was actually an amber ale, but turned out more brown. And, Uh, you know, it's such a young brewery. It's like, what do we do with this? And I remember Keegan Ales down in the Hudson Valley came to Tap New York with a bunch of cereal beers. So I looked at Ben. I'm like, why don't we put some fucking cereal in this thing. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah. It's a podcast, Fuck right? yeah. Okay, okay. I'm used to local radio and TV. I don't get out much. Um, but we did this thing and it became such a hit that now we're doing it all the time and Ben hates this goddamn beer. Like, he hates... We do it once a year. We release it on Valentine's Day, but he hates making the beer. Just begrudgingly doesn't want to but,
0: make it, but knows um, it's a huge And hit. we're going
2: to get to the feature beer. Yes. This Wham Wham style with toasted coconut and vanilla bean and I'm like, well, those are adjuncts. Yeah? So... What's the difference? It's well, gimmicky. It's so it's, he doesn't we're like using cereal. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, the whole adjunct world's been fun, but yeah, we're putting fucking donuts on everything.
0: What's what's the cereal? Just kidding. We're not putting donuts. You though. should. What's the cereal that you want to put in a beer the most?
2: Well, the the only one we did was um, Cocoa Puffs. Yeah, but that's get some so kind of chocolate what, in there. Get a little marshmallow into that. Well, the so some interestingly enough, mark. we decided we were doing chocolate, and we went to Wegmans and got. Cocoa Puffs and Count Chocula and Cocoa Pebbles Yeah, and know. decided that puff, Cocoa Puffs were the best one.
0: Really experimenting as just, brewers. It
2: served, oh, yeah. We were real. But if you think about it, that was in 2015. So ahead of your time. Oh, we we invented cereal beer. All apologies to Keegan Ailes that actually invented cereal no, beer. No, you I can think. say it's you. It's We did it. Keegan's not going to listen to this. everybody. Yeah. So it's the just one beer. It. But no, in but, uh, all seriously, we are in the barrel room and we are going to drink Wham Whams, mm-hmm. that we are barrel aging. So this was originally going to be a combo barrel room. We, were, we have the fooders and we were going to do a bunch of our sour beers in here. But we have this 8,000-square-foot facility that was going to be an event center. Yeah. Thanks COVID. Event yeah. center is canceled. We're moving our entire soap Sour program into that And
0: now you're just going to turn building. this into a lounge, like a cool
2: jazz lounge. I live here now. Yeah. Yeah, my kids are sick of me. I just, I'm going to move in. There's
0: actually a mattress in the cool that's ship. You really can't big, actually see it. I could actually, <laughs> that's a really big bed. You can fit a king size in there. You know what? Don't. Give me any more ideas. I just did, Thanks. but
2: that's part of the fungus, the funk that you're gonna put in there. Nobody wants to drink whatever I leave in there.
0: What are you talking about? Rogue did like a beard beer.
2: Yeah, that was gross.
0: You can get a little taste of all. all oh, I love
2: Rogue. All respect, OG. But I, I just couldn't get past that. There was a handful of things that they did that you wanted to like, but it just didn't
0: turn out well. Remember the whole voodoo donut series that they did? Yes, it was trash. It, was it wasn't <laughs> great.
2: We sold a. T- you worked for a distributor at the time. We sold a pile of this stuff, but yeah, no. And then, I mean. It's gone too extreme. When what you think was about the it? Italian brewery that did one that harvested yeast from a woman's vagina? Wow. You know, that was... It's like, okay. That would be the first time Can I ever Can we just went, go back to using cereal and beer? Yeah. Instead <laughs> of some <laughs> vagina parts. <bark.
1: Just> like, <laughs>
0: that
2: would be the first time I would ever technically go down I on didn't a woman expect this conversation had, to go downhill so fast. You so brought early. it there. I know. You it's were literally rolling downhill. Like, it's all... like. Now I have to tell a really bad joke after all this. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll get there eventually. So when the with the with Rogue coming out with the Voodoo donut stuff, they were technically the first people to be doing the pastry Nationally, stout thing. yes. Yeah, but my problem with those was that it was always they were always like really thin and it just felt like the flavors were kind of stacked on top of a really and Nobody thin beer. was waiting
2: in line outside in 30 no. degree weather to buy them.
0: I mean, right. maybe they would have 20 years ago when Rogue was like too whole soon, thing. too cool, right? But they're one they're one of those breweries that they never really adapted with the times very well in my opinion. I remember no the beers were always great dead guy is still one of my favorites but the problem is that like their kegs were like 250 dollars for like a half
2: yeah like six years ago of dead guy
0: yeah and this was six years ago when there was just way more people in the industry that were as big as them the kegs were way cheaper sure and then anybody else that might be more local or actually doing stuff more progressively is either about the same price (laughs) or a little less Yes.
2: Yeah, it's kind of crazy when you think about it. Like, they were selling beers for that amount, and retailers are like, you're insane. I'm not paying that much for a half keg of beer. Again, and now there are IPAs out there. It's like, oh, it's $375 for this double dry hopped whatever the fuck it that is. That sounds great. Send me four. Please, give me more of that. <laughs> and I'm going to serve it in an eight-ounce glass, and I'm going to be out of it in two days. Mm-hmm. Go mm-hmm. figure.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, but it's all about what, the, what people want. And what we've figured out is people are shills, and they're total plebs. And that's the reason that they want cereal beers, and they want things that are super sweet. Have you guys gotten into the slushy sour thing yet? No. Good. I'm happy for you. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> but this is a nice new facility. I We're going to have to pay the yeah. bills it.
2: I always quote my friend Joe McBain from the Tappan Mallet in Rochester. It, you make, make the beer people want to drink, mate. I you suppose, know?
0: but then he also runs an establishment that is... It's very reputable, and I yep. think part of the reason it's reputable is because he's
2: always served
0: really great beers and not just hype beers,
1: right?
2: right. I mean, the hype beers can be great. You know, Treehouse still makes great IPAs. Um, I mean, the fact that they still don't distribute a drop of their beer and they're selling I know, it's crazy. and producing more beer than uh, you could take a handful of... Uh, brewers throughout the northeast and combine them all and we're still not making as much beer as they are. So, it's all subjective, right? I mean, I, I don't... I won't go as far as to say people are plebes and whatnot. I don't agree with trends. I think uh, people are plebes, Mark. Th- that you can say that. I don't want to end up on the... Can- <laughs> I don't want to get cancelled. I just opened <laughs> this place. I'm a convict. I'm allowed to, to get, get cancelled. It actually right. makes
0: my career more viable. Can we? Ch- I'm fucking thirsty.
1: You're thirsty? Yes. You
0: want to yes. chug a beer? Yes. Okay, so here's the way it's going to work. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited that you're here for the chug-off. I know you seemed like you could... You you, you sounded like you
2: could beat some of the times that we have on that it. leaderboard.
0: I, I believe in you. We'll see. But that doesn't mean you're going to do I'm just do glad
2: it. you're not asking me to shotgun. I can't. I still to this day, 47 years old. I don't know how to shotgun. However,
0: you want. To, if you have a funnel here, you are allowed to.
2: No, do that no too. funnel. No, no, old no, no,
0: no, no funnel. Old so, are we going for the eight over eight percent here or not?
2: The, no, this is uh, a six and a half percent IPA. You're so close. I, the one beer that's on. I don't. I don't want to drink it. At What's 8%. the one that's
0: over eight percent that you don't it's, want to chug?
2: Actually, I don't even know if it's on tap. It's Riot in Maine.
0: Riot, it's and a Maine? double
2: IPA. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Yes, yeah. And I don't even know if it's on tap, and I forgot there were rules to this thing. So, so
0: no, there's. I mean, there's loose rules, but if it's over eight percent, you get
2: three seconds off your time. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: yeah. whatever. It's not oh, a God. lot of rules. So no. uh, you have to chug the. Tell us what it is, okay. and then chug the beer. And then you tell us your joke immediately after.
2: All right. So this is part of our four piece series. Four piece is our pale ale series, single malt. It's our smash, if yeah. you will. It's like a dime. Um, and this beast, is but using of them. Yes, and this is using Strata, which is out of the Pack West, out of Oregon. A new Ooh, hop Strata. that everyone seems to be digging on. We've got two different beers that we've used it in, so Stupendous, uh, which also has Citra. So it's a Strata Citra combo that's pretty popular. I know like other half has done one, I believe. Uh, I believe Treehouse also did Estrada. It's impossible to get now, by there's the way. There's a bunch out in Colorado, and so there's you should have
0: some gripes with some
2: people out there about
0: pull everybody pulling We'll get more,
2: but what's really interesting is that the strata citra combo, the strata comes off as a lot more dank, which is part of, like, the profile, like, weed-like. Yeah. And this, just on its own, is, like, juicy fruit, like, total juice bomb. Yeah. So I'll, however they played off, I don't get it, but that's what I'm... That's We're what chugging. I guess
0: I'm drinking. So as soon as the glass hits your lips, I will start the timer, and then right. as soon
2: as you're done. You need a countdown, or do I just go? Whenever you're ready, all honey. All right, go.
0: You got this. Under control. I mean, respectable. It's got a little jowl movement there, but just a slight drip. Kind of like if your gutter is leaking, and there's just some leaves. have not removed the
1: leaves, yeah.
0: Yeah, but the leaves yeah. are, your, are your chin. It's, it's your facial hair. Not really, but that's why you've got a work shirt on. You can burp into the microphone. It's highly encouraged. Belgability right. is a beer here. forever. Well, congratulations! I'm glad Thanks. that this could be the first time in forever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy for you. Thanks. Yeah, I'm
2: just glad we can make this one. <laughs> Unbelievable!
0: I, I talked him I into, talked this into this last into this. minute. I'm like, "Hey, man, do you want to just be on a podcast episode randomly? I know I haven't talked to you Meet in me. forever."
2: And I'm such a fucking whore that I'm like, "Of course, I want to be on a microphone in front of a camera." Media, yes, yes. Or is it just more an opportunity my for face. you to talk? What's that? It's more of an opportunity for you to just. I love speak the sound of my own voice.
0: I do too. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah. It's funny I hate how that Dawn works. for making
2: me do all these things.
0: Yeah, that's her fault, right? It
2: really is. She's. You know the CEO. She's in charge. It's her business. I just work here. Am I
0: media? Is that how you see me? Like TMZ?
2: Fake news, brah. Yeah. No, I the, don't know. I don't know what. What is media? What's what does it the publication
0: mean? here? Is it the Auburn Tribune? Is We've that
2: the, got uh, the Citizen. The <laughs> Citizen. The Citizen. Yeah. The <laughs> why Citizen. Does,
0: why did? Why did newspapers have certain I don't names? know. I don't make the rules. The Tribune. The Standard.
2: Yeah. The Doesn't, Times. None of it makes any sense. But that's they're right here.
0: Are you on the good or the bad it. side of local of local media? The Auburn the I Auburn mean. Times.
2: Um, we there. There are several reporters, in the, and we. I mean, it's such a small community here. Yeah. We, we've known them. Yeah, and uh, the writers have been very kind to us. I feel like they could. They're fans. They they're could, in the pub all the time. They could turn
1: on you fast.
2: They could. We're right across the street from where their offices are. This town is ripe for slander. And they <laughs> and they're and they're beer nerds. So we're kind of like a darling, and they love um, our progress. And anytime something happens at the brewery, good, bad, or otherwise, they're quick to jump on it because, to quote. Um, ben Franklin The journalists, they get the clicks Yeah You know, when they do a story about us, they get the clicks Yeah, they Good want that otherwise. hot goss And it's 90% positive And then there's that 10% negative People hate us and just what this town needs More alcoholics Boy, I can't wait to get into that
0: I'm really looking forward to talking about the people that don't like you Because yeah. I know there's lots of people there's that a long like list. you a lot Yeah,
2: there's, a, there are peop- there's two different lists There are people that don't like Prison City That's a short list There's another very long list of that's Mark Schultz. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's hey, an asshole. I know that guy. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately,
0: unfortunately. Yes. All right. So your time. Yeah. 5.72 seconds. Very respectable. It's All good. Right. Okay. Doesn't crack the top five, but All still right, a really good time.
2: Care. That's I, okay. I got it over with. What do you mean? I, I did it. It's don't over. Don't act like now you are looking Now I don't have any more beer. You didn't drink. Whatever. I'm, I'm going to chug someone. this one need someone
0: to go get me we another beer. We can pirate. pause this, and you can always just go grab something else. Well, I might have to. Yeah, just go for it. Hold on, let me see if I can pull up the top ten really quick. We're in Auburn, so the internet isn't that great. All right, so you're just outside the top ten. I mean, okay. we're talking... If you're not first, you're last. Yeah, I know. But the 10th fastest time at this point... Oh, actually, you're not just outside. 10th uh, fastest time is 3.24 seconds. Fantastic. So, still very respectable. Um, and just as a man of honor, somebody that respects uh, agreements, handshakes, all that kind of stuff, I will also chug a beer, All right. which I don't do every episode because I already do this a lot. Uh, but you are going to be responsible for roasting me while I chug.
2: All right, I'll do my best.
0: Which is good. I think your best is pretty good. We'll see. You're so down on yourself today. You're I'm just not like, down on yeah, myself. I was gonna say, it's just, just, there's a lot of pressure. It's you're like, poo-poo-ing. be funny.
2: Be funny. Nobody's asking you to do you're that. You're telling. I, you're not asking. You're telling you, me. You're know like, you are like, be can. funny. I know yeah. you
0: can't. So yeah. the key is to just not try so hard. Okay. And just be yourself. Just slow down. Just think about something silly. Okay. Uh, I am drinking something. Okay. I'm drinking something alcoholic. Uh, it's very hazy. Don't know the name of this beer. I forget it again. Uh, it's it four tastes piece, really hazy. Four piece from cans. You can really taste the haze. It's Dime Piece, yeah? Yes. I'm, de- I'm drinking Dime Piece Hazy IPA. That's the Strata, again. Same <laughs> beer. Same fucking stupid beer I drank. Yeah, it's not stupid. It's kind of stupid. stupid. All right,
2: so we'll get into this in a second. I hope you can chug the haze. Well, see, you don't have a beard, so you don't spill it all, and you just a show off because you do this all the time, and your time is what? Two seconds. Good for didn't you. even time it. Good for you. I timed it. It was 2.75 2. seconds. <laughs> You're I'm the just best at this. I think you do this just to shame people. I don't even think you really do a podcast at all. We're not actually recording no, right now. No, I know.
0: Yeah, that's the key. <laughs> that's the trick. No one's going to see this. Did you want to grab a beer so you can have something to sip on? I mean, I prefer it. Yeah, go grab something. All right. right, let's put it on pause.
2: you put it on pause? Do you yeah. Want something? Okay, and we're back. Like when you say I have to go to the bathroom anytime, just go for it, like. Like now. Just sit here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Just go Zen. Don't even think about it. And actually we were yourself. at a
2: Bills game not long ago with sale I used to be in sales. Speaking of pissing on yourself. Yeah. I, was at a Bills I mean game recently. The guys I mean, this is eight years ago and we did a bus thing and it's when Sam Adams Utopius I, I had access to bottles of Sam it Adams? and we were drinking it in the parking lot before the game. Never yeah, that's Sam them. Adams Utopia. Yeah. yeah, terrible from, brewery. No one, no one drinks their stuff at all <laughs> um, And I just remember this guy just like sitting there and he looks at me and he's just like gets a smile on his face And then like, nods off and falls asleep and then the puddle forms. I'm like okay, no! thanks. Oh, I'm God. Glad, Like we were like I made like we were I was staring into his eyes You as, saw him like right before he came yeah. Yeah. Wow,
0: Yeah, that's dark.
2: I don't know where that came from out of his bowels cheers cheers man good seeing you good to see you too what are we drinking uh this is the four piece citra so we've got three different four pieces on
0: i'm getting like citra hop it's way more earthy than the other one like in terms of you just get that slight vegetal kind of flavor Mm um but yeah going back to the strata thing like a lot more brewers in colorado are using strata and there's more breweries out there that are using like terpenes and isolates and okay. stuff like that. I don't know if that's kind of made its way out here at all. No, but that's not that we've used. Well, out there, they're using a lot of. There's a lot of companies in the marijuana industry mm-hmm. that are they the same equipment processes hops. Yeah. just as effectively. Yep. So we're actually able to use a lot of that equipment there hmm. that yeah. probably don't have access to. Here. We're
2: just starting with hemp farms. We just had a couple of cats um, in last week trying to get us to use some hemp in their beer and like just gave us a ton of. You know, what I, in my college days, would have just swan dove yeah. into. Like, this is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yay, so much weed. And they're like, yeah, you can't get high. I'm like, well, fucking get this out of here. Um, but but there, they fun. want us to do something, and it, and it is legal in New York State, but there are definitely hemp farms that are starting to pop up in the area. Yeah. And I think it's just a precursor to, you know, finger crossing that legalization is coming. And then they're, they're going to have the infrastructure and they can just mm-hmm. turn on a dime yeah, and be so stu- ready to it's go. Yeah, it's kind
0: of silly. I, I don't even really smoke that much, but it is kind of silly to come back to New York and have to – if I did want to get any weed, I'd have to call somebody and meet in the back of a McDonald's
2: parking lot. Do it illegally. Yeah, it's so State gets none of your money. They're going to come after that money here real soon. Yeah, but I mean... COVID's going to change all the rules. I know, I know. Yeah, Yeah,
0: well, you want some tax revenue and you also just want people to feel happy. You want people to feel relaxed. Stuck at home, nowhere to go,
2: nothing to do. It's like we're we're all permanently living in the movie Friday. Yeah. It's literally Friday. I ain't got a job. I ain't got shit to do. Just casual every day. It's just everyone get high and fight Debo at the end and mm-hmm. oh, you know what sorry pour one out pour one out for Debo yeah the Debo <laughs> yeah, they, they, Debo's they, the guy that played Debo just died like last week just what the neighborhood Damn, needed that was an untimely reference mm. or very timely I mean you can make
0: a Titanic reference now it's fine the time <laughs> has passed everything's safe the um, oh, what was I going to say oh speaking of drugs the sil- so psilocybin's been decriminalized in Colorado correct which is pretty dope uh, when's the last time you tripped <laughs>
2: Ah, uh, boy! I, it's gonna be interesting to see. Cause you're
0: a fish fan. You're a hippie guy. Yeah, but you that's a stereotype, man. Guy-ish. It's not. That's it was September. It's not about the drugs, It was. Man. It was like two months ago. That's great. No, was it uh, mushrooms or
2: L? It it has been how long has it been? When did Fish play Magna Ball? Oh, it was August, Magna August Ball? like 2015. That was probably five years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I that, that that I felt, and it was so oh. stupid. You know, you so far, I was 42, 42 years old, and just decided, you know, after drinking a dozen beers all day, like I'm nineteen again. Yeah, you're just gonna I'll pop a couple that. caps. Yeah, yeah. Could move for a week. I took a bunch of Molly at that show.
0: It was it was a wonderful
2: time. Never and, done and, it.
0: And we had a golf cart, so you're just driving around Magna Ball with a oh, golf cart, oh, yeah. super high on Molly, and I. Was driving back to the campsite one night, and this woman, uh, this pregnant woman, just was like, hey, could I get a ride? And I just was like, I can't. It's a liability thing. I'm sorry. Whatever. And then I drive maybe 50 feet up the road, and I'm like, if my mom overheard the conversation that just happened, she'd fucking kill me. So I pull a U.E. I pick her up. I'm like, yeah, I'll bring you back. And it turns out that the woman was, like, the managing editor at High Times.
1: Ah. And she hooked
0: me up with, like, a bunch of edibles. There you and go. I'm so See? thankful. And I've run into that's, her at that's multiple. That's what happens f- at
2: fish shows, man. It was meant to be. I've run into her at multiple fish shows since then. Yeah. yeah. We, it was fun because I was at TJ Sheehan distributing at the time, and we also had a golf cart. Uh-huh. and uh, that was probably the best part of the whole thing. It was just oh, like, yeah. I'm not fucking walking anywhere. Just Get out of my around way. around and go. And then my second favorite thing about people on golf carts at that show was we were getting ready to head in on Sunday night, and there was a dude who must have been working in some capacity, and he was dressed in the full banana suit. Oh, nice. And he had a banana phone, and he's like, yeah, I can't talk. He's on this fucking fake banana like i can't talk right now i have a lot of really important shit going on and we just giggled like okay that's funny that's funny that's the type of circus you see and then later on we were at our beer tent where we were serving lawson's and hill farmstead oh i remember beers yeah those were we got you know because you're vendors you get to sneak around into all kinds of places that the average person can't and sure enough like three hours later i go back um to myself just mellow out and sit down for a second and banana guy is full-on passed out in his golf cart He's just <laughs> done just done he was businessing crashed. too hard we're all like selfie in with the poor bastard and he, he yeah.
0: went full banana too early he, in the day he, he
2: went he he uh, yeah, I remember that.
0: Fest- that was such a great time. It was also really cool to be there for the load in before everything mm-hmm. started because you got to see the whole thing get built because right. Fish, for anybody that doesn't know, they used to throw their own kind of three day music festival in Watkins Glen, uh-huh. not too far from here. And they had, just like any other music festival, they had all these crazy wooden structures set up, art yep. exhibits, a huge stage, the whole nine. And when you're there at Loden to get your station set up with all the kegs and draft towers, not towers, but draft trucks and shit like that, you get to watch the whole thing get built and do all right. the sound
2: checks and it's stuff. It's cool as shit. It was really awesome. It's really cool. I've, I've been... I've been witness to it twice, um, Super Bowl then Magna Ball, mm-hmm. and then the flip side of it not being cool is fucking Curveball yeah. when, you know, we're all gearing up. Uh, brewers from around the Northeast are coming through the pub on their way. Yeah. We're ready to rage. We actually... You know, being a small brew pub at the time without production, we made our riot in Vermont Mm -hmm. because we got invited to pour. Yeah, like of course I want. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, my favorite band. I get to pour my beer at this. So we hand canned like sixty cases down in our basement on a little October machine because we couldn't get a mobile canner to come in in time. You're so artisan. And then. Fucking canceled. <laughs> yeah, so I have to it was rent flooding. a U-Haul, drive down there. So the flip side is where it's really cool, and you get to see it built when you go down there, and just see everyone in full depression mode, in mud up to their knees. Oh, I remember like, that. That was things so sad. canceled. I it know. sucked.
0: Yeah. It sucked. Because there's so much that went into that, and then to have it just axed because it was it, ra- it was like torrential downpours for like three it days was, right
2: yes uh it was bad um which Wookiee? on the flip side the wookies
0: it, were happy the wookies were like we'll sleep here that's fine this is the well, first shower the people, i've had in there were
2: so many people that were there speaking of vendors two days before like on site setting up that yeah. just got to hang out that night yeah and they raged and they drank i think like some friends that we know, like Jason Ellsworth and people that we know drank like two or three cases of this <laughs> beer and they still haven't paid me for it. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Of
0: course. Maybe that's why Ellsworth didn't want to come. But I invited him to come on the show. And I, I like think <laughs> he's a, I think
2: he's in the teen. I think he's in, I think he's in the queue right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, he's all, he's usually
0: like out hunting in the woods, searching for bears and Sasquatch is a bear. for, for things to kill. Yeah. But, uh, with with that Magna Ball in particular, I remember it was the first time for a lot of people that Hill Farmstead and Lawson's yeah. was like in the area. Yeah, the line was so goddamn long was, yeah, to get it any was, of those. It was beers. Awesome. Yeah, it was a cool experience. Something, and it was nice to have all those uh, different brewers in the same area. But remember those hawkers? Like they had uh, the yes. tubs that they put yeah. around that their chests. Me and off, it was, man. Yeah, and these guys with twenty four ounce of beers were just going out into the crowd. And, and what
2: s- pissed me off is like my fellow heads are like just crushing cran and 24 ounce cans and not giving a shit that we brought in these awesome heady fucking beers from vermont <laughs> you yeah. are like yeah i gotta walk all the way over there and this fucking guy's right here so we did not go through nearly the amount of beer that we thought when we got hung. Yeah, they, with a ton. Yeah, the hawkers killed everybody. And, and well,
0: when you're again, when you're rolling for three hours and you're just, and you got your hippie shake going on, you just need something. Yeah, it you doesn't just need matter. Any yeah, kind convenience,
2: of, and you just piss in your spot because you don't want to walk all the way to the portage on.
0: Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, just yeah. take a page out of your book. Just pee but, on the spot. No, it
2: was that was a very cool experience, and the coolest part for me was like getting to meet and hang out with sean lawson yeah and he's dope he's such there were a big rumors fish that fan. sean hill was there but i didn't i didn't meet sean but i was able to hang out with a cat jim Raras um he was the cfo or ceo of hill farmstead at the time and he and i have since become pretty good friends like That's we cool. still keep in touch um we hung out at baker's dozen because uh, <clears throat> he was living at the city at the time And uh, we still keep it. He's at night shift now. Okay. Um, Just kind of shifting around New England. Yeah, we keep in contact. So out of that, you know, I I gained a couple of good friends. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sean is such a huge fish fan. I've I've hung out with him in Saratoga before when they were coming out to SPAC and shit. But he's a kooky guy. He's kind of like, yeah, man, I just made this really cool beer called Sip of Sunshine. People seem to love it. And that's it. He just
2: puts it on autopilot. Tall, lanky, always has a smile on his face, kind of nerdy. But, you know, and it was funny because I think it was just a year before that Don and I were in Vermont. And it happened to be Hill Farmstead's anniversary weekend. And not really understanding at that time how this whole line culture and everything worked. And, you know trying to get some triple sunshine at the time, and you yeah. had to, like, go to Mad Taco and buy a ticket, and <laughs> they had a special furkin' on, and we went there at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning with our kids. We were camping. Kids are like, why the fuck are we up this early? I mean, it and it was all- already sold out. And then to see Sean Lawson and his wife, like, sitting in this the middle of this public park in a with a, a, a farmer's market yeah. and just a line of uber nerds, just like every fat guy with a beard – that has way too many gaming stations just in Just looking up his trade value. Yes. Yeah. It was pretty wild to see. And that's when I knew I needed, you know, to open a bigger brewery. Is that what it was? No. I don't know.
0: Just <laughs> yeah. Shit. Well, I mean, it at this is point, kinda... I'm just making shit up. Well, I do want to kind of like, we'll get back to, all right, I'm going to make a note about line culture and your brewery because okay. you guys are a thing now. We're um, not.
2: It's not. The line, I think the line thing's done. You think so? Yeah. I think for it depends on what you release. I mean, I, okay. So yeah. going back to where this whole thing started, if we were going to be a pastry slushy, whatever, we might have that. Oh, I love those beers. But pastry slushy, whatevers. <laughs> Both of it at the same time. Um, when we first had Mass Riot and people were searching it, we'd have the line. We we don't have that anymore. And I got to tell you, I'm fine with it. I'd rather not. Yeah. It's a lot of fucking pressure. It's a lot. It's tense. It's uh, because we're we're a restaurant. Yeah. You know, up until we opened this place, we were, we were a restaurant that had a brewery. People mm-hmm. forget that. People here at Prison City, and they think the beer... But the reality is a brew pub is a restaurant first that just happens to have a... People
0: might have been in line for the brew. nachos. You don't know that. We
2: don't do nachos. It was the poutine. <laughs> it was
0: the poutine.
1: Which
2: your no good, there's the no good... There's no
0: poutine out in Colorado, by the way. Colorado food culture sucks. I miss being in the Northeast for well, that in particular. Well, it
2: does and it doesn't, man. I've been out there. Uh, Denver in particular, Euclid. Don't give me vague, cliche statements like
0: it does or it doesn't.
2: Where was the other part of Colorado? Was in? I mean, the Mexican food out there is intense
0: it's yeah but it's everywhere way everybody better.
2: does tacos that's fine whatever it's way better than it is here
0: i suppose but, but what's yeah. auburn known for food wise <laughs> poutine poutine yeah that's uh, the upstate new york thing it's, You're so it's close a, to a pretty
2: old school blue collar town and i do remember when we were opening we've owned uh four restaurants because yeah, you were town. always
0: restaurant people
2: when we moved here in 2001 from lake placid new york uh, in 2003, Don and her family opened a restaurant called Cascade Grill, which is at the south end of Owosco Lake, and mm-hmm. that was just a meat and potatoes joint on the lake. Um, but we, you know, dabbed in craft beer. Um, that was always part of our DNA. Dabs. And then nice we weed opened, yeah, <laughs> and then opened this place called Bistro One, that was originally going to be Prison City Brewing. Okay. And this was in 2008, and when we were opening, everyone's like, "Well, you're going to have mozzarella sticks, right?" And you're gonna do prime rib, and you're gonna have white zin. We're like, no. So basically, like every other place exactly. on the Finger Lakes. We're like, yeah. Fuck no. Why would we do that? That's boring. We were yeah. trying to like, we wanted, we decided we wanted to open a restaurant that we wanted to go to on a Friday or Saturday. It's not a knock on all the restaurants that are in town, but these places. It is have, what it is, though. These I mean, places it, have been around forever.
0: Yeah, yeah those places. I mean, but you're not saying anything, new. You're not saying anything rude by just being like, yeah, a lot of these places have been. Institutions for a long time, right? They've had a regular fan base for a long time, and they don't do anything that's really pushing the envelope.
2: They are afraid to do anything different because they fear that their customers aren't coming there for different. Sure. And now a lot, unfortunately, and especially with this pandemic thrown involved, they're suffering because they're learning like people actually want different. Yeah. And when we opened even Prison City, having poutine on the menu, like we had to spend almost a year explaining what poutine was. Even finally, just throwing our fucking hands up, like it's just fucking gravy, gravy fries with cheese on it, man. Yeah, it's really simple. I mean, it's pretty great though. But it's called (laughs) poutine. It it took a minute. (laughs) Yeah, it took a minute. Sounds like Brussels sprouts with pork belly. Whoa, next Uh, level. A good good friend of mine, he's a pro at uh, at the club I belong to. And when I first mentioned we had pork belly on the menu, he like shook his tongue and you know. And I was like, Chris, do you like bacon? Yeah. He's like, I fucking love bacon. I'm like, pork belly.
0: People are so afraid of <laughs> things that they haven't heard like of like or they, c- they can't pronounce somehow. Right. I yeah. remember at one point in time I convinced my mom that chorizo was some type of Swedish fish. That was like a delicacy that people had to import in. And you, I rode that train for a long time. I don't know who spilled chorizo. the beans to her, but yeah. But being okay so you say that you're a restaurant first, but yes. people know you for your beer correct and so mass riot was the thing that kind of like set the whole deal off yes and was that because it was was it because you got you guys were ranked number one in some magazine yes.
2: right paste yeah okay it was when paste would do theirs and you know the comedy of that is you know my joke to tell is it was the only fucking IPA we had yeah. It, it was it. And that, and that's and Don's like, I feel like we had met Jim Varel, the editor at uh, GABF, in 2015. We had just opened, and we won a, a silver for our uh, Belgian pale ale. Mm-hmm. So we had this relationship with Pace Magazine, and they just happened to reach out. And Don's really competitive, and she's like, let's just enter it. Let's just enter. You know, shits and giggles. Let's just see where our beer stacks up. Yeah, see where it's That down. was it. And everything that happened after that was a flash and a surprise and...
1: Unexpected.
0: Yeah. Because it's not up to you, right? Like you're just doing the thing that you planned on. And then all of a sudden somebody, that's all it takes sometimes is somebody just saying like, Hey, this is really great. Right. It got some recognition in this yes. publication or magazine or whatever the hell. Yeah. And now all of a sudden that's what you're known for. Is that a, like? how do you feel about that? Like, cause I think there's, you guys are, to me, you're personally, like I know you for making a lot of really good things. Right. Right. So is it strange to kind of just be known for one thing? Is that still the case? Because I know it was a couple of years ago.
2: It is. To this day, it's still the number one beer. And let's face it, the whole reason that we have this 14,000 square foot facility is is because of Mass Riot. Yeah. And it's because every time it goes on tap, it flies and people wanted more. And we started to recognize like, okay, we're actually losing business in a certain degree because of this beer yeah because people aren't driving from buffalo or rochester or syracuse for a crawler or two at a beer we're charging because we're a small brew pub we're charging 14 dollars for 32 ounces yeah like comparatively to what you what's available out there right now Uh. wrench from industrial arts like all these beers that are flooding the market new england ipas up the ass Mm -hmm. um and we still couldn't you know deliver on the volume that people were looking for. So did this really isn't the mass riot factory, but it's kind of the mass riot factory. It's pretty close. I it, mean Jeff it had, had to is do what it is.
0: Jeff had to do the same thing at yes. Industrial Arts. I yeah. mean I, I
2: mean in he was now I, and I know Jeff and I know he I know I don't want to put words in his mouth for sure, but I don't think he was expecting Wrench to take. No, off he was
0: not. I mean I wrote an article about it a couple of years ago where we I asked I, the article essentially turned into What happens to you personally when a beer kind of hijacks your own brewery
1: was essentially
0: what I was trying to get at because he did not open that place with the intention of wrench no. becoming nope. this thing he wants power he wanted power tools to be no not power tools uh metric God. pills yeah the pills pills he wanted their he wanted their uh like kind of kind of pilsner kind of session whatever right. it was a hybrid because he's a really great brewer so he can come up with a new style that people really enjoy yeah. and he wanted that to be the flagship and then wrench Took
2: over. Yeah, he he actually brewed to the point where they're doing twelve packs now. I know. And so there's two schools of thought there in my head because that's where this is where I start getting excited about beer. Like I'm a sales guy, and I like analyzing that. Like there are two schools of thought. You're either going to let the rock roll downhill and just let it collect momentum. Like you take the snowball at the top of the mountain, Mm -hmm. right, and you roll it down the hill, and as it rolls, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And you can run with that route, or you can take this really big rock and push it uphill. Yeah. And you have to decide what's more worth it. I watch, you know, Boston Beer with Boston Lager. They, they're constantly pushing that rock uphill. I know. Now they've got Twisted Tea and Truly and, you know, uh, Angry Orchard. Those rocks are all flying downhill. They're still pushing. One brewery I admire the fuck out of is Allagash. Yeah. They took their rock, Allagash White, and kept pushing and pushing and pushing and now that motherfucker's rolling downhill like well, Allagash White's on fire the other
0: metaphor that you could put in there would be that you push the rock downhill and let it go and then while the rock is rolling downhill and accumulating mass you just work at other th- you work on other things while you're up at the top of the mountain that's, that's, that's the, the beauty of it for yeah. them Like that's what I, that's how I see it right. is that because they come out with so many amazing variants and Allagash you're talking yeah, about yeah Allagash specifically yeah
2: and that's the beauty in having while well, this rock is rolling downhill on the inside It's like we make Allagash white. We make the white so that we can do, you know, ghoulship and we can do all these funky things. And that's what we're trying to do here. Yeah. You know, we're going to brew Mass Riot and we're going to do all these different beers, but we also want to play. Mm-hmm. You know, we have fooders, We have a cool ship. We have barrels. Like we want to do all these cool. Th- our second more popular beer is Wham Whams an Imperial yeah. style with coconut and vanilla bean. So those are our two horses. So
1: we're gonna no cereal. We're though. just
2: gonna keep whipping them. Which is too but bad. We're gonna do cereal beer <laughs> at the pub. But I'm gonna do it. But we're gonna do it, and Ben's <laughs> excited because we're gonna. I think at the pub, what we're gonna. We basically have our R and D plant now. You know, we have our little R&D system at the pub. Yeah, it's which is the best research barrel. you could possibly do.
0: But that's only useful for Auburn in certain degrees, right? Because, uh, I mean, I know you have plenty of people that are coming here for, from outside areas, but yeah. the, what's happening at the pub, I, 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 I'm not sure. I mean, it's hard because if you're in an isolated rural area and you're using that as your R&D facility, yeah. it doesn't necessarily speak to what's going to work in large distribution.
2: Not necessarily, but what we know about our business is 65%, maybe percent, maybe more than that, comes from outside of the immediate Auburn area. Right. Like our guest count, we know. We've lived in this town for almost 20 years. We know the faces that come in and out. And it was about three years ago. Don and I were like, huh, it's Friday. I don't recognize a single goddamn person in this place. Uh-huh. Where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you? None of them are from, not even not Auburn, not from Cayuga County. Yeah. When um, are you
0: gonna run for mayor?
2: Huh? When are you gonna run for mayor? Never. Why would I ever wanna <laughs> why would I ever wanna do it public service? Mayor. It is a thankless goddamn it job. Really Everyone's an idiot. <laughs> if you sucks. serve your country in a political form, you are a fucking moron.
0: <laughs> yeah, you gotta have a It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's either no matter what you do.
2: Fifty percent of the people think you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. No, never. Not at a brewery, though. Never. No, um, Wait, everybody no, loves you. Well, not everybody. not everybody. Not everybody. No.
0: Actually, before I get, we get too far off the the path here, it is Christmas time. Yeah. I do want to know a little bit about uh, what is your favorite or least favorite Christmas beer.
2: Uh, my favorite Christmas beer of all time is Old Fezziwig. Yeah? Yes. Sam Adams? Yes.
0: It was only available in the mix packs, right, Exactly. For the most part? And
2: I love that beer, and I begged them for years when I was a salesperson old to give wake. me draft. Yeah, just give me some Sixtles. I've got Dickens in Skinny Atlas. Mm-hmm. He's a, Disney, a Dickens guy. I'm like, I could sell, you know, 30, 80K. I could sell so much beer.
0: I could sell Boston's lager
2: amount. And of, I could sell so much. Of old Fezzi Fezziwig. <laughs> just to, in Skinny Atlas, I will take over every bar in town. Because it's tourist central. I want you um, to at least. Once and now year. they don't even put it in their fucking mix pack. I'm actually kind of pissed off. Yeah, well it was not in this year's winter mix pack. Yeah,
0: that's because you're the old
2: man yelling on his lawn
0: about how there's not old Fezziwig in the mix pack anymore. Yeah, I am. I'm yelling at a cloud. I don't yeah. care. Jim Cook got downvoted by Sam Calgione. Apparently, since since <laughs> Sam yes. came on board, he was so like, "So my
2: second favorite Christmas beer is 60 Minute IPA." <laughs>
0: the best Christmas
2: beer. <laughs> Uh, I would say Fezziwig is probably – I mean, it's just nostalgia. Yeah. It's just um, – I'm not a big Christmas beer guy. I mean, Sierra, of... Sierra Celebration, obviously. It's great because it's not a Christmas that's a, beer. But that's such a uh, a beer bro answer. Like, everyone's like, ooh, uh, celebration. It is, but it's the reason it's I the still best. I love it, but it's like I need to be contrarian. But the
0: reason it's the best Christmas beer is because it's not a Christmas beer.
2: I mean, honestly, if, I, if I'm given a true answer, the best Christmas beer – I've ever had that's ever been released is an homage to the greatest Christmas movie of all time, Die Hard. Yeah. And it's available right here at Prison City Get Brewing called here, Welcome to shill. the Party, Pal. <laughs> Welcome to the Party, Pal. A New England style IPA that we dropped, I don't know, like two that or three years ago. That is not a Christmas ago. beer. Yes, it is. A
0: New England style IPA is it not is. a Christmas fuck beer. Fuck you. I don't know. you don't don't put look. nutmeg in it?
2: No. Good, because no, that it makes just, beer a terrible. A lot of juicy
0: hops. It's a lot of juice.
2: It's yeah. not even a Christmas movie, but I don't care. It really? pisses people off when we say it. No, Die Hard's
0: a Christmas movie. I, I mean, what isn't a Christmas movie? Anything that makes you feel nostalgic about the holiday is technically a Christmas movie. Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back. That's what Santa <laughs> yeah. says yeah. every Point year. Break. Every yeah. time I go down to the I'll living be room, been, Santa back. says, right. he turns
2: to me and he says, I'll be,
0: I'll be back. <laughs> Next I'll be year. Be. Oh, Jesus
2: Christ. But I, I'm glad I, this isn't a whiskey podcast.
0: Yeah. So anyway. Well, we could turn it into one if you got some here. I do. But the – oh, so I had my first Great Lakes Christmas Ale of the Ooh, season okay. yesterday. Yeah, I love that beer. and I, I hate, haven't had it in a while. I hate winter warmers. I absolutely cannot stand them. It's one of those old guard kind of styles that's yes. like an amber. Yeah. It's an amber with nutmeg. Very, very
2: safe beer. I don't know where the style came from. I didn't invent it. I don't care. But The original pastry beer. Honestly, original. If you think about yeah. it yeah.
0: just yeah. jamming and nutmeg and yeah, cinnamon just put and, cloves. and everything yeah, just throw a bunch of stuff in there
2: what's your what's your least favorite beer style My least favorite beer style yeah woof um I mean, gun to my head I don't know man I mean I, there's not really a beer style that I look at I, I'll say this, and this is gonna sound really kind of weird given the brewery that we operate and some of the beers we're known for. New England IPAs. I hate New England style <laughs> IPAs. I mean, I wish everything was just clean, adjunct free, Ryan Heights, Gabo. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just, I like sours. Yeah. But I'm a volume drinker. Mm-hmm. You know, I am. I like, I like to pound beers. Um, my physique obviously presents that. Yeah. Um, I like slender I dig build. sours, but I what I don't enjoy about them is like you can you can only drink so much of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just think you, yeah, your esophagus. You give me an ESP, I
2: it. can pound a twelve pack. You give me a pilsner, I can pound it. Yeah, you give me IPAs, you give me it, stouts, whatever. I can I can just drink them in mass. In sours, it's like, all right, that was a nice. It, as far as an intermezzo goes, yeah, you know, if I'm drinking them and it's like, oh, it's a palate cleanser and stuff. And then if you drink too much of it, you're just left with heartburn, and you have to eat a bunch of tums. And so, <laughs> well, with sours, I would say it's my least favorite style. But it's not that I hate on it; it's just it's the, the one I drink it's one you the, can least consume the least amount of. The least, yeah. yeah.
0: With I can't do kettle sours as much anymore because if I'm gonna go sour, I want it to be the real deal. Like I, I mean, want funk. I want right. a little bit more acidity. I want some complexity there. Right. I struggle with the having more than one of a kettle sour now.
2: So, and I don't know if they kettle sour or not. I believe they do. Just and call again, them. I for don't want to put words in anybody's mouth, but Thin Man's Mickey Boodle, their yeah. raspberry sour, I believe is a kettle sour. That I would think
0: so. Phenomenal. Right? And
2: Confliction uh, from Sloop yeah. is another great example of a kettle sour that I think you can drink in volume. But it's just, I guess, like I said, gun to my head, sours.
0: Yeah. We'll ask Shatzel. I'll message him and just be like, hey, is Mickey Doodle a kettle sour? Please
2: don't ask him. He'll just punch me into the ground.
0: Why? Nine foot tall. He's a big
2: man. He's a large individual. But I love Mike, and I used
0: to work for him. I used to work oh, at right?
2: Blue Monk. Yeah. No, no shit. I, didn't know I missed that. that place. Everyone misses that place. I know. But I feel like I've told him this. I think he dodged a bullet. He did because he hit that whole Belgian sweep right at the right time. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, outside of like some really uber beer nerds, right now, I don't think you're. Filling a place with Belgian beers, right? No, now. but
0: they really weren't Belgian like it was style. They had thirty-two, tra- they had thirty-two taps, and I'd say one through eight were traditionally Belgian. Yes. But then eventually, it, I just, mean, beca- it, was it still just became IPAs a And can.
2: everything else, but I mean, you can't be a Belgian style beer bar, yeah. with just eight lines. I remember Yorton uh, from the Blue Tusk when he had uh, this, uh, not the Spoiten Duyvil, that's down in the uh, in the city. Um, what the fuck did he? he had a little side shoot to the blue tusk? There was a Belgian beer bar and he was almost like three or four years ahead of his time uh-huh. and that didn't work. And he ultimately closed it down and then Schatzel opens his place in Buffalo and it takes off like gangbusters. But I don't know. I don't want to, I'm, more I'm of big a big fan of not putting words in anybody's mouth, but I Mike Schatzel tell. does not need more bars and restaurants. No, he's doing he's just got plenty. fine. He
0: seems like he's juggling a lot. But what I will say, I think Buffalo has a more developed beer scene than Syracuse and always had. No doubt. Yeah. yeah.
2: No doubt. Uh, I don't know if always had, um, but it helps when you have, and I won't mention him by name, um, but there's a gentleman that runs a beer publication, was running around the Midwest (laughs) and pirating in kegs, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And and another operator of a a calzone joint, two of them in fact, he hates it when I call them calzones, um, you know, when they were pouring beers from the midwest they yeah. weren 't registered or anything and yet, so I understand there was uh. they, there were a big reason behind that
0: yeah you know I and mean, they were catalyst for
2: it also helps when you 've got you know a million more people than say on a dog no, it does,
0: but i always uh, i always was when it came to the craft beer scene in Syracuse, there was a couple bars that seemed to be the strongholds for craft beer, mm-hmm. but for me, it was always judging an area by. I think anytime, your average bar. So your I don't know who bar. the
2: guy is on Twitter, but uh, there's a guy that's on Twitter, and he gets he uh, <laughs> he does these little bits, and anytime he says, anytime I hear somebody say, "For me," he says it for me. <laughs> <laughs> And every time I fucking hear it, it slaps. Like, so every. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, 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 you, no, this is your show. This every you time want. I hear someone say for me, I want them to say it like for this guy me? just. And I wish I. Exactly. And I wish I knew his Twitter handle. Uh, it's okay, we'll be able to Because it, it. it fucking slaps every time. <laughs> so every time I hear someone say for me, like, for me? That's like, great. this is all about me and my world. Anyway, You're good. Uh, I digress.
0: It was always. <laughs> a craft beer scene is dictated by what's the craft selection at your average bar not your best bar yeah because they get it yeah your two best craft bars in the in the area they have a great selection but what's everybody else what does everybody else have that kind
2: of dictated it for me i mean there was nothing i mean syracuse 2002 it was uh i hate even bringing them up because i hate them McGregor's and, <laughs> mcgregor's and the blue tusk and, and then what, happened with Mag- what happened
0: with mcgregor's
2: um a lot yeah i just just uh, a bad buyer or what listen i i've been selling beer in upstate new york since mm-hmm. 2001 and there are there are people i really enjoyed doing business with of and there was a very like uh simpatico relationship like I legitimately we're trying to do well you for get each other. it i get it and then there were, we're people that together. were just, fucking assholes, yeah. and they frankly fall in that category. What were... Oh, man. Actually, okay, so this... Oh, uh, so I just opened that can of worms. That, yes, because I wanted Not to get... Not that anyone's going to ever hear this, Corey, I wanted but to whatever. Get,
0: I wanted to get into the sales side of things, but do you want to open up the Imperial oh, stuff sure. and we yeah, can yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. that no, for see, a second? Uh, it's
2: amazing. When your glass runs out, all of a sudden we need more beer. I'm
0: pretty sure your glass ran out before uh, mine did, partner. Well,
2: I had to chug it.
0: I also chugged a beer. Well, I was here the whole time.
2: It, then you chugged your second one.
0: You're only about an ounce I think behind you're just, me. I don't
2: even think this podcast is real. I think you're just here for free beer. I am.
0: But <laughs> uh, speaking of sales and talking to accounts, somebody that worked under you for a little bit of time while I was at Harpoon was Katie Crudell.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: I love Katie so much, and I miss covering, she covered the Ithaca area yeah. for a while, and now she's with Dogfish Head, right? Is she still with well, Dogfish Head? Well, she's
2: with the whole Boston Beer Umbrella, yeah. so okay. she started, she left, uh, she worked for me at TJ Sheehan as a sales uh, rep down in Ithaca, and then uh, left to go be a regional rep for Dogfish Head, and is now subsequently under the whole umbrella she's yeah. selling everything fair
0: enough uh yeah. i loved because ithaca is such a cool town oh yeah i sure. loved going into town meeting up with katie and yeah. then hitting accounts all day yeah. there were many a times that katie and i would the first thing we would do i'd meet up with her be like what do you want to do she's like i don't know you want to go get lunch yes and that
2: was the best sales rep <laughs> sales rep life let's just go eat lunch and let's get just drunk go all have day some lunch. Yeah. Yeah. what
0: were your so Mark was on the sales side of things for a long time. That's how we know each other. Uh, what was your best like best work withs and worst work withs? What were the things that would happen? Um, And a work with is somebody like a supplier rep comes into right, town. So, um, they yeah. work with the distributor rep yes. or the manager yes. and you high spot accounts mostly for the day or you just work with the rep and just ride their route with them for the day. So yeah, what was the stuff that you liked the most and what was the stuff you hated the most? I...
2: I'm te- I consider myself very tenacious like I am really passionate about sales I'm very competitive, I'm very tenacious so my best oh, work with, ride with, whatever you want to call them were the people that wanted to get shit done
0: just fucking get after let's it let's go
2: get fucking draft lines, let's go get displays, let's do it and the worst were eh, we're going to go over to this place It's never going to buy your beer and have lunch because you have a corporate card and you're going to spend money and I don't have to do things oh you don't want a
0: nice steak?
2: I mean, being in a Red Lobster at one o'clock in the Red afternoon. Lobster. You don't just like to Red have Lobster? Biscuits with this guy that's ninety years old still that, selling beer. That's the hottest I was like, take. This is a waste of my fucking. That's time. the hottest
0: take you've had on this show so far. Is that you don't want to go to Red Lobster? Fuck Red Lobster. <laughs> Fuck chains. That's true. I hate them. Yeah. I, know. I agree. I so yeah, them. you want to, when you're on a when you're on a call. Or when you're on a ride with you wanna like get after it. Sell get some to, I'm, kegs, I'm being paid Put to in get some displays, right. get some stacks. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I want to at the end of the month, you know, a big thing for me was for me <laughs> right? there it is again. <laughs> I want to when the when, you know, my manager is putting up, you know, the sales record at the end of the day, I want to be at the fucking top. Yeah. You know, I want my name up there. And it's a total Ricky Bobby thing for me. If I'm not first, I'm last. If yeah. I'm in second or third, it's like, fuck you. I got to work harder. And in it, and it, and, and I'm not even going to lie. It separated me from the pack early. Yeah. You know, I don't have a college education. I'm not a very bright guy, but I work my dick off. And I out hustled everybody.
0: I have never considered you a bright guy, but I've always no, thought that no you No one has. <laughs> I've
2: never <laughs> I've been accused <laughs> of asking like, good questions or anything, but I, but I work my dick off.
0: You like, win them over with charm. Yeah. And that's one thing that I don't think a lot of people understand about the sales game, especially when it comes to beer, is that you have some of your own accounts that are just, they're your accounts yeah. because they like you a lot.
2: Right. One of my favorite stories was I remember being in the Ginger Man down in New York City. Yep. And we were down there. I had some sales guys from Sheehan and uh, Wright Wisner out of Rochester, and we were in the Ginger Man, and I asked what they had on tap. Uh, they had, gave me a list, and I'm like, oh, uh, no Sam Adams? You know, because I'm not even in my own market, but I'm selling. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we don't like mass-produced beer. I'm like, so explain the Yingling line. They're bigger than Boston Beer is. Of course. And she immediately is like, oh, you work for Boston Beer? And I kind of got thrown out. Yeah. Not kind of. I got thrown out. You definitely out. got thrown out. And then went to a bodega around the corner and started crushing Bud Heavies in a brown paper bag because, <laughs> you know, I'm a hypocrite. Um, fast forward, I'm at a, a meeting, I think it was in Vegas, and my regional manager and the sales manager for New York City is like, we finally figured it out. It was fucking you. Like, we're never allowed to the ginger man again you got us thrown out. I was like, well, you weren't in there to begin with. Yeah. Like, and the guy was so one, the one guy, Jay, I think his name was, was so upset. He's like, what's your number one bar? What's your number one on premise account in Syracuse? I'm going in there and getting you thrown out. And I was like, honey, you couldn't get me thrown out of my best account if you fucking tried. And what was it? The Blue Tusk. Yeah, of course. It had three lines in there. Yeah, it was Tusk. I was like, go in, go into the Blue Tusk and try and get me thrown out. Mm-hmm. They're, they're better people than you have tried. Yeah. You know, Every sales rep would come in like, what has Sam Adams done for you What's lately? With all the Sam Adams lines, yeah. And one of the best compliments probably I, be I ever got was the staff at the Blue Tusk was like, you mean you want to knock off Schultz's lines? Yeah, no thanks. That was the best compliment I've ever gotten in my life. Yeah. As, as far as sales go, they're like, you can't touch those. Because and people, they're still there. Yeah. And actually, I can't even take credit for it. It was a woman, there was a rep before me. I just maintained them. but Sure. Yeah, but that's, that's kind of how. But that's I, still that's hard to approach. do in a place you know like what, that. You know what kills me is, all right, so now you've got the hot button, right? Get it going. This is what drives me nuts about salespeople is you're fucking inherently lazy. Uh, no one wants to work for it. No one hustles. They just feel like I'm in beer sales. I just show up. I throw my credit card down. I say hi. I give a high five. Ask for the fucking sales. You got a couple examples of, of like
0: work. whatever it is you want to push. Do the work. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that always was annoying to me from a sales perspective was you'd go to an account and you'd just be spending some quality time with yep. the, sometimes you don't have that time. Sometimes right. you got to like, Hey, this is, we got a new beer out. This is the sample. I have a relationship with you. I'm just going to drop this off because I know you're busy as well Right. and I don't want to get enough. in the way of that. Yep. Okay. So I'm just going to peace out. And then there were other times I'm like, I'm having lunch or I'm having a beer here. Just quality time and another rep would come in with a distributor person and they would just have like two bottles propped up on the counter and right. it was this is why you need this beer right as opposed to hey what is it you're looking for right now what, right. Do you, what do you need yeah and then asking those questions and figuring out what is it that this account actually wants
2: if you're not genuinely interested in helping the retailer grow their business with your product you're dead in the water and yep. if you're not coming across that way, like my product can help your business, we can help each other. Whatever it is, you're dead in the water. If you just come across as do me like I hated this fucking line and I still hate it to this day, do me a favor. Ah. Uh, and I used to tell my sales staff, don't. If I ever hear you fucking say those words, you're gone. Don't yeah. ever use the favor because because a favor's not doing anybody any good. Yes, we need to move product, mm-hmm. but do me a favor. How's a retailer win from That's
0: that? That's super lazy. It's really it's lazy. So lazy, and it also devalues the use of a favor. Yeah, to be completely honest. Yeah. Oh, it
2: sat for a month, and now you're back asking for another favor. Yeah. I mean, th- th- I mean, you only you can really only play that card once or twice. Well, you got to be then able you to lose all credibility.
0: Yeah, because you have to. You have your own motivations, and then the other the account itself has their motivations. If you're not willing to meet in the middle a little bit and at least exp- explain yourself. Right. And why this is going to work, or have their back. That was the other thing too. Is that yeah. what always pissed me off was that the supplier would never have the accounts back. Like if I right. had, there were situations where I would be, and this is sales nerding out a little bit, but you know you're overstocked on 12 packs on a seasonal, sure, three weeks out before when it's supposed to go. Okay, right. so then you sell that in, t- sell 10k, 20k stacks into all the accounts that you can, and say, hey. If you are stuck with this two months from now, right. I'll help you buy it back. Sure. And just saying stuff like that, I think goes a long way as opposed to just like hanging people right, and forcing them to deal with it.
2: And it's so funny because I think about it like the retailer has never really needed a supplier Mm-mm. or anybody. They just kind of figured out like what sells, what doesn't. and And now what's really interesting is the retailer really needs a lot of suppliers. Yeah. Right? You need certain breweries to keep people coming through your door yeah you know it's it's like a total flip like all right
1: yeah but they want how do i
2: get your beer yeah. how do you how do i get your beer
0: but one thing that's unique it's about it's a total weird flip one thing about this area that is very unique is that wegman's owns the off-premise the beer store and the beverage center yes. thing is just
2: not a thing here it 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 depends. It, it like is. they've definitely gotten a lot smarter, and they've been. And I applaud them because they've gotten a lot more nimble mm-hmm. in making sure that they're bringing in the beers that were traditionally at, you know, mom and pops. They were quick on their feet and more in tune with the beer scene, and not just meeting with big brewers and big beer distributor reps. Yeah, I'm uh, impressed
0: and also disheartened by the beer selection at Wegman's sometimes because there's like there's some shit that does not belong here.
2: It's a little too much, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just. I
2: applaud them for what they did years ago with expanding and doing these big beer aisles, and I thought it was brilliant at the time. Um, but now I feel like, you know, there is such a thing as too much variety.
0: The grocery store, to me, they should be looking for the hits. You know, yeah, you can get as much diversity as you want Go from volume. all these different suppliers, right. but you are a volume game. Right. You know, you should If you,
2: you look at all their other aisles, it's like their brand. Yeah. And then the two, it's like their soup brand, and then Campbell's and Progresso, and then. Some Nietzsche, like organic. Who do you think's going to make we need wh- the hippies? To buy who do you think is going
0: to make Wegman's first contract beer?
2: Oh, I think they've already had some contract beers. Oh, I have they? Mean, I feel like they have. Okay, I don't know yeah. that. Well, and I shouldn't say contract beers, but I know they've had some exclusives. And I'm not going to name breweries because some of them are New York State brethren, and I'll never shit on anybody for.
0: Well, you don't have to shit on anybody. Know, I mean, but that, if Genesee but makes a contract beer for Wegman's, I that yeah, would be I a think high that's suspect. Yeah. That'd be a high suspect, and
2: I think it would have happened a little bit more had they had the pandemic not hit. You know, unfortunate circumstances. They were expanding their their bars and restaurants in there. Yeah. You know their burger bars, and they were having shit on on draft. And I think they probably would have gotten into more of the contract game if that continued.
0: Yeah, probably. what are we what are we drinking right now? Wham whams. Wham whams. Yes. So this is our
2: imperial stout. Is there coconut Uh, in here? There is toasted coconut. Coconut and cacao? Nope. Nope. Just uh, uh, house toasted coconut. We get big flakes. We toast them in our oven that's here on site. And then uh, Madagascar and uh, Tahitian vanilla bean. It's super good. It's another beer that took off. And um, a big reason why we're sitting in this space, which is the barrel room, because this is – well, this is the mass riot factory. This might as well be called the Wham Whams room, uh-huh. because we've got uh, about a dozen uh, four roses barrels over there that a batch of this beer is about to go into and sit for six to eight months before it gets packaged. And we're gonna get continue to get more bourbon barrels. That's awesome. Every time we do a bourbon. Are, is barrel, there enough?
0: Can, are there enough distilleries in the area that you're getting bourbon barrels from, or is it mostly from like bigger? From companies? outside. Like yeah, okay. we
2: got the Four Roses. Uh, we've done Willett. We've done Basil Hayden's. Um, I'm sure there's one or two I'm missing, but because at the pub it was only a small volume of beer, we've only needed, like, two uh, uh, 55-gallon barrels, but now we're expanding. Like, all these racks that are over here are going to fit on this wall in that entire wall, and they'll just be filled with wham-whams over time. Damn. So the bourbon barrel-aged version of this is... Intense.
0: I mean, it's really great. It's not overly sweet, and it's not too heavy either. That's one of the things that you run into. I mean, stouts have always been heavier beers, obviously, but one of my biggest problems that I've had with stouts that I've had recently is you can legitimately only have about four ounces of it, and that's probably because pastry stouts are so big in Colorado yeah. that they're so sweet. It's so heavy. I have a request for all
2: your, your Colorado breweries need to just embrace, just call it New England style IPA alright. They do not want it. No, they, they don't. Do I not remember want being it. at GABF two years ago and being at, ah, uh, shit. It wasn't Avery. wasn't Weld.
0: I mean, how no, it wasn't Weldworks. It was another so it, was it great Belgium. divide. Great divide. Yeah, it. And
2: we went into the room and it said, uh, Uh, hazy IPA and I said I'll have your New England style IPA and the bartender's like what? like I'll have your New England style IPA there is such a
0: reluctance to do that but they don't have Broncos suck now
2: and Tom Brady's moved on get over it it.
0: but they don't have they don't have that reservation with West Coast right which is so stupid it's like I get it that it's newer so you're still willing to embrace that vernacular but it is theirs like it is very much this region that made this a thing
2: yeah yeah, absolutely. And, and I remember uh, Nick Matt being at our brewers conference for New York State. And Nick Matt and he's is like uh, owner of Matt's Brewing uh, Utica Club and yep. uh, Saranac and saying if we only had the foresight and had called it a New York IPA. Right. At the time. You yeah. Know what I mean it would have been a game changer like for making it hours. that designation.
1: But it's okay. You can
2: still call it northeast. Like that's what northeast New England. Is. is a northeast IPA. Yeah, it's but not still, a New England. because
0: upstate New York technically isn't New England, right? Like it bleeds into it a little bit, uh, but it's, it's not such
2: a mishmash. They're all Bills and Jets fans, but there's such a contingency of Red Sox fans up here. It's I know. just like it's like hi- it's just like it is a mix hybrid. So let
0: me ask you this, because I I don't typically love hazy IPAs. I'm yeah. a West Coast guy right. through and through. What I typically don't like is like the um, the cloyingness and chalkiness mm-hmm. of a lot of hazy IPAs, yeah. which I don't get with Mass Riot. Yeah. You get it's pretty, it's really clean. It's a lot of pineapple. Yep. I don't get a lot of bitterness to it. It's just it's a pretty sweet, yes, clean beer yeah. for being hazy. What is something that you think people fuck up? When they make hazy IPAs, because for me personally, for, for me, me right? Right. See, there's, I like it. there is a very clear divide between yeah. the people that are just doing it okay
2: and the people that are doing it really well. I think, I don't know. I'm not a brewer, so I d I'm the sales guy, but you've tasted enough things. But I have had a lot of New England style IPAs that really missed the mark. And some of it is hop selection and being small. So you're just playing with whatever hops you can get. Yeah. And maybe you're using older hops or just hops that aren't meant for the style. Mm -hmm. You know, we get this, we're in New York state and we've got this, uh, farm brewers license thing that floats around and everyone's like, Oh, you must use a lot of New York state hops. Not really, not really, because no. a lot of those hops—it's not a knock on the hops. It's great hops that come out of here, but they're more meant for pilsner and lager style beers. Yeah, not necessarily New England style IPAs. And I remember
0: talking to the guys at Indian Ladder about it at one point in time, and they're awesome people. Yeah, um, they make great beer, and they have it's, it's aw- right. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's development, and some of dirty little hippie. Yeah, <laughs> he's the best. They have a cool hop farm there, but the issue that they're running into is that most of the varieties that they grow are varieties that are done better elsewhere. Citra, Cascade, things yeah, right. like that. Centennial. Right. Like these hop varieties are, they do them the best in the world in other regions of the country. New York state, and especially with Cornell being an agricultural school, yeah. they need to invest more time and resources into making New York state proprietary blends not blends and, and that's what
2: oregon's been doing whether it's university driven or not yeah. i know like new york state uh back when i worked at ithaca beer like cascade from peterson farms was always great mm-hmm. that was outdoor ale and it we would make a really nice uh kind of single hop west coast style wet hop beer um but yeah i mean ultimately like if you're you look making
0: at, you're making a lesser cascade
1: Yes. Is essentially all you're doing. And that,
2: and, that, and that can be used in a particular style. But if you look at the growing latitude that we're on, we're right in line with, like, Germany and Czech Republic. So we're going to grow. Our terroir is similar in the sense, like, oh, that's what. Yeah, so that used war. a big word. Uh, I use it correctly. I'm so proud But of you. <laughs> it, there's a reason why our Riesling wines are so great in Finger Lakes. Because we're in the same, like, growing latitude. Like, we have the yeah. same kind of growing environment. And if you look at the hops that we used to grow when New York State was the second largest hop-growing, you know, community in the country, it was lager-type hops that German brewers and German-style beers were making. I don't think we can make—that being said, a riot in 29, we use uh, Centennial hops from uh, Chimney Bluffs Hoppery, and it gives this beer just a really nice hop bite to it. So that's the first New England-style IPA. I'm contradicting myself in a sense. It's the first New England-style IPA that we've brewed using New York State hops.
0: Okay. So we were talking about how—what is it that hazy IPA makers do that you don't particularly like? What do they do that I don't like? Um, because you guys—I I hate to say it, but you, you, I, don't even, I don't hate to say it. But because it's one of my least favorite styles— it's clean. The gear guys beers are clean. It has a bright citrus flavor. It doesn't have that like super chalky flavor to it. Or
2: I don't really hate on anything, but if there was one thing I'd say like that would bother me is like not understanding the style yeah. and trying to use and like contrive things that don't belong, you know, in the beer, like you're making these hazy IPAs are meant to be juicy, tropical. Like the one thing that's nice about these beers is that it's opened a world of IPA to people that traditionally didn't like IPAs because of the bitterness. That traditional piney grapefruit flavor yeah. is now you've got these flavors that they might tend to like, which is these fruity, tropical, mango, pineapple notes that are a little bit more um, friendly. It's approachable. Yes. So it, 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 I can't, like, I don't really I miss hate the on dankness, Mark.
0: I miss the dankness. I I, thought I, I thought
2: I did, but there are certain there are certain New England style IPAs that I think you can still find the dankness in. I don't yep. think they're all like just sugar bombs. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's if you know you use the right hops and you use them well, and you make the beers the right way.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I love your guys' brewery. I am such a fan of what you do here, but unfortunately. Some people are not. So mm-hmm. that's why we're going to get into bad Let's reviews. Go. Let's go. Very Jimmy Kimmel. Yep. A la Total ripoff, but that's
2: fine. Yeah, that's okay. It's all right. That's yeah. all what comedy is, right? Just like just you. stealing people's jokes. Yeah, I mean, I'm you, a stole, off. you stole this recipe yep. from somebody exactly. else.
0: Yeah. You didn't invent hazy IPAs. You did invent adjunct stouts. We already gave you credit for that. We did invent cereal
2: stouts. Cereal beers. Not We didn't even invent them. Keegan Hills did. All right. But no, actually, a lot of our recipes are just ripoffs. Yeah, I would hope so. Riot in Maine, rip off. Riot in Vermont, rip off. Riot in Mass, rip off. Were they clones? Hmm?
0: Are they clones? Yeah. From what?
2: Uh, Our Riot in Vermont is our kind of interpretation of Focal Banger. Okay. Uh, Riot in Maine is our interpretation of Swish from Bissell Brothers. Oh, all right. We do uh, Riot in Santa Rosa, which is our homage to Pliny. Okay, I like oh, that. I mean, younger, I can. I don't know.
0: I can appreciate which one is that? Is I don't know. The homage to it was Wine. the riot
2: and San, riot in Santa and Rosa. Okay, yeah. I like that. Yeah,
0: I dig that. The one in the Bissell one. It's uh, admirable of you for for wanting to make a not great beer. That's really nice. <laughs> fine, fine. It's fair. All right, this is a Google review. It is yes. one star. Perfect. Menu is small, and limited. Dot dot dot. Everything has seasonings on it. Something some like things plain. Wish they had more all caps to choose from. Well,
2: what you, the fuck do you want? Why aren't what you caring to plain people? But wish we had more. So more make plain up your, things. Make Mark. up your fucking mind. Do you want more or do you want less? They want
0: more plain things. I don't care. Fuck why don't much. you What's want your name? Karen? It's yeah. probably Karen. It's Mr Karen. and Mrs. G. They have yeah. a joint Google review account. Awesome.
2: Congratulations. <laughs> Mister Mr and Mrs. G.
0: Now, when you go. All right. So to segue to what you have at the pub, like what is it? Are you guys going for any particular food menu at the pub
2: at the pub? No, yeah. I mean, we're a burger joint at the end of the day at the pub. I mean, we always were going to be we wanted to do kind of I hate this term, but elevated pub food, gastro pub, whatever it is. We're a burger. We're just a burger better. joint. Yeah, we're just a burger joint. And we have poutine and chicken wings With and small pierogies and limited and seasonings in, in over seasoned. <laughs> do you want make your steamed broccoli and spaghetti at home? I don't know. What's, do what, you, what, what am I supposed to say? Do you want that? a
0: Google review or do you want an Untapped review?
2: I don't care. Which one do you want? All of them. Okay, so I love I love negative reviews. This one's for light. Makes set. me stronger. I it's feed on your tears. It's like being a <laughs> pa- it's like being a Patriots fan and listening to you know haters. I love it. I, I feed on it. And for what
0: it's worth, the Google reviews for this brewery are at four point eight stars, and then the Untapped reviews are about the same. Yeah. The reason we do this with brewers is yeah. because we usually have people on the show that are very highly rated. So anything that's yeah. under par should kind of gloss
2: over you. You know, it shouldn't affect it, it too much. Oh, no, it affects me.
0: Of course. Well, it it's like comedy. Like,
2: I will now go and review our menu and find out what we have over-seasoned and how we can get more plain. No joke, I
0: but will. Here's the deal, is that comedy is the exact same way where... If I'm having a killer show and there's yep. one guy in the front that has his arms crossed and yep. he's not having a good time, I'm stressed over that. That's guy. the one yeah. person that it. I'm actually thinking about the whole time. I get it. Yeah, I do. Uh, all right, so this one is light sentence on yep. Untapped. Do you know that one? Uh, light sentence. I don't even remember that. L I T E sentence. Yeah. It is a logger American light. Yeah. Got oh, two. Oh, okay. Two stars on yep. Untapped. Two yep. out of five. Can you just read the review for me?
2: Uh light sentence from Joe and Ashley C. Another joint Another account by account. the What's way. These cucks. So for me <laughs> it was too light. Wow. Worse than cores. Worse than cores. How do you feel about that? Oh, but then Joe Roosh, because uh, I know his symbol. That's <laughs> yeah, Joe
0: Roosh. That's Joe Roosh, famous Joe Roosh.
2: Found this guy in the back of the fridge. Held up noise. Fucking no stars, Joe. What the fuck?
0: Didn't give any stars?
2: Yeah, whatever. No I mean,
0: so why, so why are you making a beer that's worse than Coors?
2: That was the whole idea. That
0: was kind of the point.
2: So Light Sentence was the precursor to Crispy Boys, where Ben had brewed an American-style light lager. And then what happened is we went to uh, the Craft Brewers Conference in Nashville, Tennessee. Right? Yeah, Nashville, Tennessee, and we got a bunch of free hop samples, and we came back and made a five-barrel batch with eight ounces of hops that we got as free samples. <laughs> and that became Crispy Boys. Yeah, that is. And Crispy Boys was is actually – Is Crispy
0: Boys a beer that's taken off for you guys?
2: Uh, Yeah, to a, to a degree. Hell and it yeah. was actually a, a beer – the beer was named by Mike Sagona from the Thirsty Pug. Mm. I didn't know what a Crispy Boy was until he turned me on to it. I mean, uh, yeah, it's basically –
0: Get that light – dry yeah just. it's
2: cargo shorts it's hawaiian shirts it's white socks and white sneakers it the the yeah Yeah. i mean just crushing light lagers, bro yeah um and we've had some fun with it we did an orange version we've done a lime version <laughs> whatever that's fun
0: we got another untapped one for you this one's from dustin s for sunshine of my love which is a okay email yep it's 3.5 yep. out of five ununtapped which is so. what's bad. wrong with that and it says i taste cucumbers Is my mouth broken? Yes. Well, he should ask his girlfriend that first and foremost. Wow. Yeah. Whoosh. I'm not touching that one. But,
2: uh, fuck, it's been so long since we've made that beer that I wouldn't even know. I mean, it's literally been, I think, two to three years since we've made that beer. But
0: it was a cream ale.
2: It was a cream ale. It's a cream ale, which is very. So do you understand the the name reference, like Sunshine of My Love as a cream ale? Do you even get it? You're probably too young to. It's a band
0: cream? Yeah. Okay, that was an this, easy one, even right. if I didn't know it that well. I going to say, a lot of people didn't get it. Sunshine of my love. Because somebody else said, and 2.75 stars for the same beer, Sunshine of my love, as I said on Saturday, so he clearly made a big
2: stink out of it. Oh, he did. Yeah, I remember this guy's name. It's a cream uh, ale. Yeah. Nothing special. Oh, I... We specialize in nothing special. Well, what the fuck? I mean it's cream ale, first
0: and foremost, so I get it, but to the second degree, this is the only area of the country where cream ale matters True. at all. True. So who the fuck are you to shit on cream ale?
2: Evidently what's his name? Nick R. Nick R. Douchey McDouchebag. Mr. Mich- uh, douchey Nick. Um I don't know. I mean, that, we get that a lot. Like, uh, I remember very vividly um, going back to Crispy Boys. We did a version, and we did dose it with orange. Dose it. <laughs> we dosed it with I orange. I love your
0: hippie vernacular. Yeah, dose it. So good. <laughs> and
2: um, and I, I remember a, a very specific. This you know I love these beer. Group. I have a love hate relationship with beer groups. Yeah. Um, And one guy's like, I don't understand why you dedicate a whole fucking fermenter to an adjunct beer. And I was like, dickhead, we didn't – we brewed the lager, and then we just dosed a keg for our friend down the road. Yeah. And he was, like, adamantly upset about the fact that we dedicated a whole fermenter to an adjunct lager. It's like, fucking get over yourself. That's my kind of take on everybody – on the internet that has opinions about pretty much everything, get the fuck over yourself. It's just beer. You don't like it? Move on. I know.
0: It's it's just strange. Why didn't you just
2: brew more hazy?
0: It's strange how people feel like their opinion really matters a lot. It really matters,
2: but for for me, it doesn't.
0: But then they also, the fact that they're willing to go online and post a terrible review about somebody and hurt their business
2: is wild. Does that it's say crazy. more about me or about you? But you know what I mean?
0: Shelly Bullock, one star review on Google says, didn't hate it, never got there. Drove from Canandaigua only to find out you had to pay to park. Would have been a helpful hint on the website for exclamation points. So you <coughs> got one star.
2: I remember that one and you succinctly. Did, and they
0: didn't even come.
2: No, they drove all the way here from Canandaigua to find out they had to pay for parking and then turned par- around and left.
0: How much could parking possibly cost? One dollar. <laughs> and they drove home?
2: And, uh, and, they yeah, they turned around and drove all the way. <laughs> so they drove from 40 minutes from Canandaigua to Auburn, New York, to find out they had to pay for parking and were so upset they drove 40 minutes back and probably went through a fucking drive-thru and spent $16 on shit-ass fucking food. Fucking Shelly, this I is mean, a you
0: problem. I'm not picking this on This is a her. you problem.
2: You know, what, you know what reviews bother me the most, have bothered me the most, is the reviews we've gotten from people in the area. And I see you dropping your kids off at school the next day as yeah. I'm dropping my kids off at school the next yeah. day. And you don't know who I am, but I know who you are. Yeah. And I'm like, Bitch, if I showed up at your place, why don't I just go leave a bad review about how awful you are at your job? Listen, here's the thing.
0: Listen, you're a bad dental hygienist, Carol.
2: I have had this whole opinion that this review culture, TripAdvisor, Yelp, can all go fuck itself for a long time because it only exists with like hospitality. Yeah. No one's going to go review Lowe's because they didn't get attention. And you know what? If they did get a bad review, no one gives a fuck. Sure. They're still going to Lowe's. Because you,
0: you, you still need the two-by-fours.
2: Like, there are legit people, and Don and I get in this argument all the time, like there are legit people that are coming to our area because we are in a tourist area, and they're going to look at reviews and be like, ooh, it's a long wait. Or, I know. Or, ooh, they don't take reservations. Or, ooh, I have to pay for parking. And it does affect our business. Yeah. So I would say, and you know what? I never really had a problem with it until about midway through this pandemic when we started getting some bad reviews. And I was like, now's not the time, Karen. This is the like, worst time. Uh, and I hate using that term, Karen. I do hate it. But I've run into several of them, male and female. Um, that It's like, right now, really? I mean, people lost their patience really fast. Everyone was really understanding yeah. at the beginning of what, uh, COVID and what we're going through. Uh, but people started showing the true colors, and it's just like, "Come on, man, what are we doing?" No, what, I get it. What satisfaction do you get out of your life by leaving me a bad review?
0: Well, I saw some on here that better? were from six months ago, yeah. where they were complaining about wait time. Yeah, and it's just like, how clueless do you have
2: to be? People don't care.
0: They don't. There's they still. Just don't it's, care. Their, it's, it's their. It's their. It's their life. Uh, right?
2: We we at the end of the day, Corey, we know what. Don and I, what our standards are, and what we expect out of our staff, and what we deliver from service to product to everything. Yeah. But I have a newsflash for all human beings. There is no such thing as perfection. Correct. We strive for it, we work for it every day, but I don't care who you are, where you're from, whatever you do for a living, nobody's fucking perfect. Not even Tom Brady. God. He's God. He's not perfect. That's and a lie. If Tom Brady's not that's fucking a perfect, that's a goddamn lie. If Tom Marshalls. Brady's not perfect, nobody can be perfect. Actually,
0: you know what? I can't even believe I just said that. Go fucking Bills. They just won their first AFC
2: East in 25 years. In 25 years. 25 years. So very excited. Congratulations. I'm very excited. We're all very thrilled. I am. I'm literally. Are you brewing excited. a beer for it? No, fuck no! Every you brewery in Buffalo is doing it. Why I would I should, do it? You know what we're gonna do is we're gonna broadcast the game outside. Hell yeah! I've already got. I'm getting on a call after I'm done with you. Fuck whenever yeah. you fucking decide to leave me alone. Sorry. Um, and we're getting a portable screen outside. I'm gonna Ugh. broadcast the games. I'm excited for Bills fans. I love it. I love seeing it. I'm mm-hmm. a Red Sox fan. I know what misery looks like. I know how it feels. I yeah, know. Yeah. I know what hope looks like. You know. I know what uh, getting so close getting glim- you can taste it. Side of the star. You know. And I also no disappointment so <laughs> by putting large screens outside and watching bills fans be here i either get to see them elated and it will bring me joy or i get to see them eat yeah. a whole bag of dicks and that will bring me joy <laughs>
0: before <laughs> <laughs> before that? it's pretty how's, good how's that Did you just that's black my joke you just black out and come it. To it? yeah you never I, told your joke right
2: and that's how you debate
0: did you ever tell your joke no
2: yeah that's happened on the knock. show a lot what's your joke Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting
0: cow. Interrupting Move! cow. That's classic. That's what I tell my kid all the time. That's it's all I got. That's one a dumb, that people so love. So I am, uh, before we get out of here, I'm so proud of you. I am so happy for you. This is, I remember interviewing you for an article that I was writing for a magazine oh, a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. And it was just down at the pub. Yeah. And it was this very small, wholesome thing. And then I remember you telling me about... You wanting to build this facility that was two that was over two years ago. Yep, and I'm just so stoked for you guys because you're great. The beers are fantastic, so it's not a sham. It's not this like somebody that thinks they're too pompous or the the local market is telling them that their beer is great and it's actually not. Like you guys are you guys are fantastic, and I love what you're doing here. I love you, so it's nice. To see all of this kind of come to fruition, and so could you just before we get out, of here, that's the best. Can you just before we get out of here, tell yep. us uh, what your plan is for packaging, like where people can buy your beer, because they can obviously come to the pub or the yes. t- like or to this new brewing facility, right. which are both in Auburn. Yep. But where, like, what's the, what's what do you guys got going on? Where can people buy your beer?
2: So for. Indefinite future, the only place you can buy our beer is at North Street, our current location, or State Street. We have no plans of distribution, even though it's a big facility and we've expanded. We're a five-barrel brewery at the pub. We're only a 20-barrel brewery here. So it's a modest expansion. You know, we can definitely make more beer. But the reality is, given this environment, um, and we've gone back and forth about sales, like the market's flooded, there's a lot of beer out there. There are definitely people that want our beer, and I'm appreciative of that, but I have $5 million hanging over my head right now, and I yeah. need to retain every single penny I possibly can to are pay you guys that just doing, off. So
0: is it, are you doing that treehouse model, or are you just trying to sell beer here? and that's Right like, out
2: of the pub and out of North Street, right now. Right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, I think, especially, you know, there's so many different zones in New York State. Like, it, we were originally like, oh, we'll send draft to, like, the Hudson Valley in New York City, but... That doesn't make sense because there's not a lot of on-premise business right now, so yeah. we're just canning everything. And I think we're going to get into shipping uh, in the very near future, and then the business will take whatever the beer tells us it needs to do T- to close. Um, you know, we did about 650 barrels at the pub last year. Yeah, we're planning on doing about 3,000 here in 2001, uh, 2021. Uh, I feel like we can sell most of that beer out of here and shipping and whatnot. And then we have the capacity to go up to about 6,000 barrels here. If we hit 10,000 barrels in this facility, which we can grow to, we've grown beyond our wildest dreams. And, uh, you know, we'll distribute the beer when the beer tells us it needs to leave leave the coop, so to speak. Yeah, listen
0: to your heart. And you also have enough sales on either facility where you can – Justified, just selling out of this place, and the beer is exceptional as well. So yep. you don't have to worry about that distribution. We're thing. fortunate. Yeah, yep. I'm. Yeah, again, I'm super excited for you guys. I Stoked. thank you so much yeah, for man. taking the time to do this. I really do appreciate Cheers. it. You know, I care about you a lot and what you guys have going on here. Uh, check out Prison City in Auburn, New York. If you're going to be in the Upstate New York area, there's a lot of great breweries up here. These guys are among the best. And they will continue to be, especially with a lot of the barrel aging and Cool Ship stuff they have going on. My big bad. It's it's pretty amazing, and you're missing out if you don't check it out. So thank you for listening, and see you. And for me. For me.